You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcom as he breaks open the readings for today. You ever had something wrong with you that you wanted to fix? Something you didn't like? Could be physical. Medical professions have come a long way. Um, When it comes to body augmentation, we can pretty much fix anything we want. Things that are unsightly, things that we don't like, wrinkles. We can move things, we can reshape things, we can relocate things. We can fix a lot of things that we don't like about ourselves, imperfections. We can do that physically on the surface, but oftentimes we have things psychologically that we don't like about ourselves. Maybe we have some blocks, some, some difficult things to work through, and we run, we escape, we hide from those things, we self-medicate. Sometimes we seek a counselor, a trusted advisor to help us work through those things, and maybe we can get a little better, a little forward progress to bring freedom. But What happens when we have spiritual things that we don't like? Spiritual imperfections, it's those those habits that we've been talking about, those behaviors, those attitudes, those patterns that just seem to poke their head up oh so often. We've tried to fix them, we've tried to replace them, we've tried to get rid of them. We just don't know what to do because they just don't go away. What do we do then? I mean, we can self-medicate. We can run. We can hide. We can pretend they're not there. But they're still there. Very often we feel like we're the only ones who have these difficult struggles or battles. Well, just to let you know that you're in good company, today in our second reading, which is a reading that most of us have heard, perhaps most of us have prayed with, St. Paul is, is grappling with the same thing or very similar things that we grapple with. This is the second reading from today, second letter to the Corinthians by Paul. He says that I might not become too elated, right? That I might not become too pompous, too bold, too arrogant. A thorn in the flesh was given to me to beat me, to keep me from being too elated, too arrogant, right? I begged the Lord three times about this, that he might take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. Now, I want to talk about this. Paul was begging God to take something away from him in his life. He, scholars have studied and tried to figure out what this is. They really don't have any idea. They, there's a lot of possible ideas. It might be something physical. It might be something spiritual, psychological. But whatever it was, Paul did not like it in his life. He did not like the recurring pattern that kept coming up. Three times I begged the Lord, please take it from me. 
But God said, Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in your weakness. God didn't fix Paul. God didn't remove whatever he was asking God to remove from. He actually allowed Paul to experience it in his life so that God, Paul could experience the fullness of God's power most predominant in the area he was most weak in. And I think that can say such a profound message to us this morning. I don't know if you've ever um, held a priest or people who work for the church in great high ideals. Maybe you've thought about, man, they must be so holy. That priest must pray all the time. He must be on like another level. The people who work for the church, they must be so special. And then maybe you start hanging around them and you start asking questions and you, you meet their parents and you... You realize, wow, they're not that special at all. They're very much just like me. They have the same struggles. They have the same difficulties. They grew up very much in the same way. I hope that doesn't disappoint you to lose faith in the sight of the reality that it's not that we're different. It's just that perhaps some of us know what to do with our weakness. You see, our weakness can make us a saint or it can paralyze us. Paralyze us to inaction, paralyze us to, to draw in on ourselves and to not love and to go out of ourselves. Paul was struggling. If I could just get rid of this weakness, then perhaps I can be X, I can be a better Christian, I can be a better apostle. But rather what God was teaching Paul is that, no, Paul, in your weakness, if you turn to me, you will experience my power in its fullness. Because in your weakness, in our weakness, we have nothing to offer God. All we have is our need. And perhaps there we can get out of the way. Perhaps there God can fully manifest himself to the world. Because it has nothing to do with us and it has everything to do with God. And we can be aware that God loves me despite my weakness. God isn't loving me for what I'm doing or how I'm performing or the, the good things that I'm doing. No, in this area of my life, I have nothing to give God. In fact, all I have is my weakness or failure, yet God shows himself more profoundly. And that should strike us with awe and wonder and amazement. See, that's what was happening with, with Paul, the the preachers of his time, the evangelists of his time, the apostles of his time, he called them super apostles. And his community wanted Paul to talk about all the great things that God had done for him, all the many great revelations God had revealed to him. And Paul says, in a sense, what good would it do for me to brag about how amazing God has been to me, how many revelations God has given me? I can do that, but... How would that serve you? Paul says, no, rather I will boast of my weakness in order that the power of Christ may dwell in me. 
Because we can all relate to weakness. Not everyone in Paul's day had been given the revelations that he had, but everyone could relate to weakness. And so Paul says, when I am weak, it's then that I am strong because I experience the strength of Christ in me. Let's look at those words. My grace is sufficient for you. Grace, what is grace? Grace is a free gift given to us by God. It's, it's a gift given to us that was won for us on the cross that we can't earn, that we can't achieve, that God freely chooses to give to us in our need. Grace comes through the sacraments. Grace comes by a gift of God. And it's sufficient. It's enough. It's all that we need. And it's actually more than we need. God and his gift to us is more than we can ever want or imagine. My grace is sufficient for you for my power. God's power can move things. It can change things. It can transform things. It can accomplish all things if we would just let God's power into our lives. And Paul is trying to teach us that it's in our weakness, in our need, that power comes through. You see, we live in a world that is trying to eliminate the need for anyone else, especially God. Personally, we try to be self-sufficient. We try to hide any weakness. But in the spiritual life, it's the exact opposite. It's in our weakness that God wants to break in and show us something special. And his power is made perfect in our weakness. His power can do all things, but if we would just simply get out of the way in our weakness, God's power reaches its intended goal. Its full capacity is on display. And certainly Paul was weak. Paul literally was present at the persecution and killing of Christians. Paul, whether he was killing Christians or he was at the execution of Christians, Paul is now preaching as a Christian to other Christians. So he certainly had the profile, he certainly had the resume of, of people rejecting him. And isn't this the same way that the enemy works towards us? I guarantee you, if any of you um, ever considered getting more involved in the church, if any of you ever considered our small groups, if any of you ever considered maybe getting a little more active and involved in your faith, the enemy has been right there at your shoulder accusing you and specifically going at you in your weakness, saying things like this, let's just hold on for a second. Let's look at all the things that you've done in your life. What gives you the idea that you would be qualified to love, to serve, to join a small group? Look at what you've done in your life. You're not smart enough. You don't know your faith enough. Those people, they're so far beyond where you are. What's the point of even trying? You see, the accuser wants to put a shining light, a microscope on our weakness, but use our weakness as an obstacle for us encountering the Lord. 
And so the, the idea that Paul's trying to teach us is how do we respond from our weakness? Do we see it as something that God cannot overcome or that God actually wants to use to bring his power into our lives and into the world? See, our church is full of weak people. I'm a weak person. The enemy can also use that tactic as well. Look at all those hypocrites. We're not hypocrites, please God. We're just people in need of God's mercy in need of God's help, not knowing what to do with our weakness and brokenness, but please God, we look at the cross and we see the most weak and broken instrument of human torture that God can use to bring glory and salvation to the world. And if God can use Paul, he can use us. So this week, perhaps we can pray about our own weakness, particularly our spiritual weakness. How have we perhaps in the past allowed that to keep us from growing closer to God, where in fact it's actually an opportunity for us to grow closer to God and grow closer to others? Let's take that to prayer. As Paul says and finds out in his own life, when I am weak, It's there where he finds Christ and he realizes that he is the strongest.